Hey, Broadway Christian. I'm glad to be with Brian and Robin Langford today on this episode of The Pilot's Voice. Brian and Robin, good to see you. Thanks for joining us today. We're glad to get to hear from you guys. How are, how are things in East Lansing? I can kind of imagine that things in East Lansing are much like they are in Fort Wayne. Uh-huh. Um, it is good to, to see you and good to be able to be a part of the Broadway body in this way. Um, right now we're, um, as my friend says, hunkering down and just staying at home, going on walks. Um, one of our sons has a lot of work he's doing online for his high school classes, but other than that, we're just here. Yeah, yeah. So things are quiet around around campus, just like they are everywhere else. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Michigan State. There's um, on sunny days. There are a lot of people walking on campus, but other than that, and it hasn't been sunny for <laughs> for a while. So, um, yeah, not not much happening. Yeah. Well. Um, can you just share a little bit about some of your thoughts about what, what God is saying to you all in these days? Um, let's just start personally, first of all, just um, what's God doing in your hearts these days? Um, you know, on any given day, I would probably have a different answer. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly as a family, we've had highs and lows. And um, I think learning to identify grief over loss that's ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, learning learning to live in close quarters with two adults and two semi-adults um we have two teenage boys so that's a lot of time together um but i think the thing that personally that keeps um coming back to me that i think the lord keeps prompting me with is to continue to look at him um to look at jesus I um I spent some time in February and early March um, studying through the book of Hebrews, and continually in that book, the author continues to tell these people who are tempted to go back to old ways of living, there's no life there. The only life, your only hope is to be found in considering Jesus, looking at Jesus, fix your eyes on Jesus. And so that keeps echoing through my head, fix your, fix your eyes. Um, so just to be really practical, one thing that I've been doing is trying to memorize um, Colossians 1, 15 to 20, mm-hmm. which is just a beautiful picture of, of who Jesus is. So that's, I'm not a great memorizer, but um, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah the scripture verse that I preached from the the two weeks kind of once this all hit was, was John 15 and abiding in Christ. And I think that that's similar idea of, you know, we, we all, we can have our, our plans and our agendas. um, But if we miss that, then we're missing everything. And right now is um, a chance for us to um, really an invitation for all of us to, to abide and to fix our eyes on Christ. So thank you for that. Yeah. What about yeah, you? Bob? I would say, uh, yeah. The I don't I don't have anything specific related to these times. Like I'd love to hear from him, uh, but I've just been studying what I was studying before. I've been going through First Thessalonians, <clears throat> and then reading Luke for Lent, and that was really good, just to keep my eyes on Jesus. 
uh, but with First Thessalonians, uh, I've been doing it with a Bible study I lead with the guys on campus. They still wanted to finish it, so we've been doing it on Zoom. And toward the end of the book, he talks about a lot about the return of Christ and yeah. how that should encourage us. And so that seems timely. Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be nice if we returned right now. Uh, <laughs> but the, the passage talks a lot about just, or the two passages talk a lot about being ready, mm-hmm. encouraging one another mm-hmm. with the return of Christ, and living as children of the light, not children of darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's like, we should live differently because. Christ is coming back and we're not of the darkness, we're of the day. So just trying to say, how do I live as a child of light today? Yeah. In the midst of what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Brian. I think, um, you know, the, the second question that I had suggested maybe us talking about was, um, what is the Lord saying more, more broadly to, to us as the church or um what's he doing in the world right now and uh do you all have any thoughts about about that i could say i don't know what he is saying but i know what i'd like him to be saying and i've I've really been praying for revival amongst the church Mm -hmm. i think uh at least in america that's the church we could speak for Uh, i think has become more complacent and maybe putting our hope into things that aren't the Lord, putting our hope in our finances. Our, our you know, our economy's been great. Um, so we put our hope in that and that's seemingly changing. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of battles amongst Christians have gone on about politics because I think we're putting our hope in politics. No matter which side you're on, uh, I think there's a lot of hope in that and so i think this time i've been praying that would really revive yeah. the church and our focus would return to the lord yeah that's good robin any thoughts on that i don't know that I have. yeah i um this is something based more on i it's a question in my mind i guess and it's kind of based on conversations that i've had with friends not face-to-face conversations, but over text or on the phone or FaceTime, um, just about suffering. And I wonder what the Lord is wanting to teach his people about suffering. Um, I think certainly in the West, we try to avoid it as much as possible. Um, we, yeah, we do what we can to avoid suffering, right? Yeah. Um, yet to be a follower of Christ is to share in his sufferings. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just wonder what, what God is saying to us about sharing in his sufferings in this time. Um, and I, and I think kind of related to that is the idea of eternal perspective and of course, tying to hope, like what are, what are we setting our eyes on? Um, are we, are we trying to create here and now something that will never be until we're there? until we're on the other side of things um are we are we hoping for you know this amazing beautiful world here on earth when really some of these promises will only be filled when christ returns when we're with him 
Yes. So I, I don't know. It's just stuff that I'm thinking about suffering and internal perspective and yeah, yeah just wondering. You. I was talking to another pastor friend of mine uh, yesterday about, you know, how quickly the, um, you know, our government decided to send us a bunch of money. Yeah. You know, and the idea behind that being, we can't cinch up our belts for a minute, like not even a month, you know, and, and I don't want to in any way, like minimize the fact that people are losing jobs and the fear that all of that brings. And maybe this is the best, maybe this is the best thing, you know, maybe this is, you know, for long-term health and economy, perhaps it is. Um, but there wasn't, it didn't even seem to be a question. This is, this is what we need to do. And, and like, and so our unwillingness to, uh, an inability to to suffer even a little bit for a while is really concerning for me. And so thinking about the church and, and the way that we need to be prepared and to be recognizing that we're in this culture too, that isn't very good totally. at suffering. We have totally. jumped into that stream and, mm -hmm. uh, and for us to be willing to uh, not seek suffering, but willing to suffer if we need to, I'm, I do wonder if we're ready for that. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a warning for us, maybe. Yeah, I very much, you know, I'm the first one to say, to admit, I, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to be uncomfortable. <laughs> sure. I right. don't even like cold, right? Like, I don't like it if the temperature is not where I want it. Um, so I, it's definitely not, uh, I'm not pointing fingers at all, unless yeah. I'm pointing them at me, right? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm maybe learning more about, uh, even lament, even joining with other people in their sufferings. Yeah. Because, you know, let's face it, I'm a white, Midwestern, middle-class woman. My life's pretty cushy, right? Um, so what does it look like to join with other people in their suffering in the midst of this ridiculous pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to begin with? What does that look like? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, trying to figure that out. Yeah. Great questions. Well, thank you all for pointing our attention to abiding with Christ now and pointing our attention to the hope that we have in his return and in the belief that uh, the fact that not, that not everything is right now should remind us that there's a time when it's gonna be right and all is gonna be made right again when he returns. And so thanks for pointing us to that today. Um, how can we pray for, for the two of you, for your family, and for, for your ministry uh, there at Michigan State right now? One of, the, one of the things that has been really cool about working um, in this season with our students and our staff team, because, well, you know, everything, everything we do pretty much is face-to-face, -face, right? right. Um, sitting across a table or sitting in a dorm room, um, yeah, we, we aren't doing that anymore. But we have been so encouraged by the faithfulness of our students and the, the full-time staff with crew to really continue to engage in, in calling, to continue to engage in what the Lord has in front of them, whether that's discipling students or um, going, you know, leading Bible studies on Zoom. Um, so that's been an encouragement, and certainly we would want prayer for that to continue yeah um so many of our students come from homes that um are not necessarily 
encouraging of their faith. And so they, they walk back into this home environment and it's like, they're trying to walk with the Lord. Um, and maybe no one else is, is doing that there. So community, even though it's through a screen is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, it, probably I imagine some of those students who maybe came to know Christ through your campus ministry probably don't have a church home even that they're going yeah. back to as well. And so that that mm -hmm. kind of community, um, even if they wanted to, would be pretty hard to connect now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, a couple of things you could pray these even next couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to end when finals begin like we normally would. And it's a huge time for us to send our seniors. They involved for four yeah. years they've done most life they've invested in other people and so there's a lot of grief amongst our seniors and we do a ton of stuff in april uh we do a big night at our spring retreat which was supposed to be this weekend to honor and send them Robin and I do a dessert in our home. Oh, you were a part of that. I got to go to that that one time. Yeah, yeah we're missing yeah. all that. Yeah. Off real life. And so you can just pray. We're going to try to do those things on Zoom, but just pray that they'd feel honored, encouraged, and sent yeah. as the light of the world, the salt of the earth. Yeah. We're also just trying to connect with each of our students, and, and they've been in discipleship on Zoom too. And so that's been good. And even we're trying to come up with a plan for the summer that we could be unified on certain things and have people go through the same stuff. And so that's in process. So you could pray for that. Yeah. Okay. Another um, really cool thing that's actually happening right now, we've seen a lot of creativity yeah. among our students and staff. And so some students, like I mentioned earlier, wanting to just still be missional and live out their calling they came up with um, an outreach on social media and so they've asked people to make a one to two minute video um, sharing how jesus has provided something in the midst of um, this pandemic um, some of the different things are jesus provides hope jesus provides peace you know those kinds of things yeah and so they're students and some of our staff are making one to two minute videos and then sharing them on their social media with the hashtag Jesus provides. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, offering, I'd love to talk more about this. Yeah, great. So, really cool mm -hmm. stuff. That's a great, great idea. Yeah. Well, uh, Langford, thanks for what you all do for the, the role you play in the life of the church. And we are grateful that we get to be a part of it. So, Peace to you all today and peace to you Broadway. <laughs> <laughs>